Welcome back to another episode of An Athletic Life. We have a Big Ten wrestler on today. I'm super excited. A guy from Minnesota who's a small-town kid has worked really hard and has put him in a successful spot. Bailey O'Reilly. Bailey, how you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. If you can audience, you know, what you're doing, where you're from, what class you're in, whatnot. Yep. Yeah. So, um, like you said, I'm from from Minnesota, Goodyear, Minnesota. It's a small town in southeastern Minnesota. Um, yeah, I'm uh, currently a student athlete at the University of Minnesota. Uh, I wrestle here. I'm also pursuing um, my undergraduate degree in kinesiology and psychology. And then I actually plan on going to grad school starting this next year for physical therapy. So, um, yeah, I'm in my senior year athletically and um, academically. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're just kind of winding down um, our season right now. We're kind of getting into our, our conference tournament and then our, our national tournament will be here, be coming up here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so you talked a little bit about, you know, you're, you're a student athlete and a big part of that is being a student, you know, going to class, getting your degree, you're going to go to grad school. You know, how do you balance such a, a hard schedule between wrestling because it's such a demanding sport physically and, you know, time management wise, but then also getting your studies in and being a good student student as well? Yeah, it's... Um... It's definitely not easy. I know. I know. Coming in my freshman year, it was uh, a big adjustment. Um, just because, I mean, going to the high school I went to, I graduated with with forty five kids, and coming up here to the to the U, it's it's a lot bigger. Um, there's a lot more expected from you academically as well as a student athlete here. Um, you know, we're expected to perform really well athletically, but also academically. So, um, yeah, coming in, you have to definitely take it seriously. Um, you have to really schedule out your time. Um, I know some people say that, um, you know, once you are a student athlete, like that's pretty much all you have time for is being a student, being an athlete, and then you really don't have much of a social life. Um, if you want to be good at, you know, academically and athletically, I think there is some truth to that, but, um, I think it's, it really comes down to just where your priorities lie. Um, we, we have a great, um, academic center here so we can get all the help we need, whether it's, um, academic advising, tutoring for our classes, um, and then also there's just a ton of other guys on the team that are also kind of same, same mindset towards academics. So we can always go to each other and help each other out if we need it. Um, and our coaches also put a high, um, kind of premium on doing well in the classroom as well. So it's, it's definitely, um, not easy, especially when we're traveling, we're getting into our big 10 season where we're, we're competing every weekend. We're traveling most of those weekends. So you kind of have to be flexible. You have to, um, get stuff done ahead of time and um, really plan out when you're going to, when you're going to do things. But um, yeah, it's, it works out. You just, you just got to make time for it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, especially in season, you mentioned you don't have time for anything else besides being a student and being an athlete. It's really hard to find time to get a job, you know, to have a social life, to do anything other than train, travel and school. Yeah. You just don't have much time as a student athlete. It's hard. Yeah, yeah no, it's, like a typical week for us in season when we're, when we're in our big 10 season, we, our duels are usually on Fridays and Sundays. So if we have an away, a couple of away duels on a Friday and a Sunday, we leave usually early Thursday morning. Um, and then we'd end up usually not getting back until, you know, Sunday night, Monday morning sometimes. So you're gone half the week. Um, so you have to, if you do miss class, you have to make it up ahead of time or after. Um, but it's, yeah, it can be really busy, but, like I said, we have we have a great staff around us that helps us and supports us. So that does make it a little bit more manageable. 
yeah, it's really important to have those those academic, you know, advisors, tutors, you know, people who are in the same major as you that can help you, you know, get caught up on things if if you're traveling a lot and say you guys have a, a long stretch of away duels and whatnot. But yeah, we're, we're gonna get into the basics a little bit. Um, how did you fall in love with wrestling when you were a kid? What was about wrestling that you know you wanted to continue to do it at a high level? Yeah, um, I think I just from a really young age i mean my dad my dad wrestled in in high school he didn't wrestle collegiately or anything but he kind of got me started when i was really young i also have um four younger brothers who all all wrestled as well and i think from an early age we kind of just naturally um you know started beating up on each other and wrestling a ton so it was kind of like a natural um thing for us um so yeah from a really young age i remember kind of my first memory of wrestling I think it was one year at Christmas. Um, my my youngest brothers were there really young yet, but my my dad got us all um, singlets, and so we were wearing singlets, running around the house Christmas morning, you know, wrestling each other, jumping off the couch, doing WWE stuff. Um, so those are some of my like, earliest memories of, of wrestling, and um, I think from an early age, um, kind of fell in love with it. And then as I got into elementary and um, even in the early high school, um, I didn't have um, a ton of success. Actually, my, my younger brothers were a lot more successful than I was. Um, and they would actually, I usually don't admit this, but a lot of times um, they would actually beat me. So um, <laughs> they were kind of pushing me um, to be better all the time. And um, I think, I you know, I owe a lot of my success and just my drive to them. But um, as I kind of went through high school, I got better and better. Um, I, I wasn't like a, a super highly um, you know, sought after recruit coming out of high school, but I knew I had a lot of potential just being from a smaller town and not having um, all the resources necessarily that kids from, from bigger schools or well-known wrestling schools um, had. I never did a lot of club stuff. I was also a multiple sport athlete in high school. So I had a, had a high ceiling, I think coming into college and um, some of the coaches here saw that and, um, you know, took a chance on, chance on me and um it it paid off but um yeah those early memories um just with my brothers wrestling those were kind of some of the things that made me fall in love with it and um you know I've stuck with it all this time and I still still love it to this day so yeah man it, it seems like that happens with every set of brothers they just start wrestling at a young age and that's kind of how they get into it just you know kicking the shit out of each other at home and now they can do it as a sport and do it to other people yep yeah that's, um, that's pretty accurate <laughs> Yeah, I mean, go back to that younger brother piece. It just seems like they're always pushing, you know, their other siblings to to be better at whatever they can. Because you know, when a younger brother is chasing an older brother, he wants to be better than him at everything he can can be. So yeah, for sure. You know, you have that dynamic that he's pushing you, and I'm gonna push him. I'm gonna try to you know set records that he's never gonna touch. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when did you kind of realize that you wanted to wrestle in college? When was that kind of set in your head? Um, I would say I think it was probably my Going into my junior year of high school, um, I like I said before, I wasn't I was super successful. I made it to state like my sophomore year, but I didn't I didn't place or anything. And um, I I uh, had like some recruiting letters from smaller schools, Division three, two schools, um, but nothing, no Division one letters or anything like that. And um, I part of it was I just I started to grow a lot too, so. Um, just kind of growing into my body and naturally filling out more and being getting bigger, stronger. Um, I really started to get a lot better um, for my sophomore to my junior year and um, ended up winning state my junior year. 
Um, and after that, I kind of in that season, just seeing all the growth that I had, and I really put in a lot of time in the off season to get, get a lot better. And um, that kind of instilled some belief in me um, heading into that season then having a great season my junior year. Um, you know, it kind of made me believe even more in myself, like, you know, wrestling at a division one level might be in the cards. I just got to keep, keep building each year. And um, so, yeah, I would say, yeah, probably my junior year. Um, it wasn't until my senior year where I actually committed. Um, and I, I was kind of torn between wrestling at a division two, three or division one school. Um, then, you know, there's a lot of different variables, you know, being close to home or, um, further away, the coaching staff, the guys on the team, um, just the program success that they've had and the opportunity that you're going to have to actually start, um, and be in the lineup and be the guy. So a lot of those variables, I, you know, kind of constantly was thinking over and it took me a while to kind of decide, but ultimately decided here at the university of Minnesota is where, um, I was going to get the best, um, training partners, coaches, um, resources that I could to be the best, to be the best wrestler. And, and a student that I could be. So, um, yeah, it was, yeah, kind of my junior, senior year is when I kind of made my decision. And, um, yeah. Yeah, winning that state championship your junior year, that kind of, that had to be a big momentum piece for the recruiting aspect of your career because, you know, when you talk about high school wrestling, you talk about, you know, the states of Pennsylvania, Iowa, and Minnesota. Those are kind of, you know, the big three states that a lot of colleges are getting their guys from. Yep. So that to have success in high school in a, in a really good state that has high school wrestling and just to pick your career up and really start that recruiting process. Was cool. Yeah, it was. So with wrestling, I, so I just interviewed a guy who's preparing for the 2023 NFL draft. He said being a high school wrestler probably prepared him for football the best. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about wrestling that you think, you know, helps kids with other sports, especially when they're growing up in high school, what about wrestling, you know, can make you a better athlete or makes you a tougher kid, you know, yeah. Um, so I also, I also played football in high school. And so I, I can definitely just agree with, with him that it does prepare you um, to do well in football as well. But I think there's a lot of things that um, just the sport of wrestling, when you are competing in it, um, obviously it's, it's more of an individual sport than um, kind of a team sport. There's a team aspect to it, but when you go out there and you compete, it's, it's, you know, one-on-one, -on -one. it's not, anybody else out there to, you know, help you out if you mess up or if you, you know, miss, miss a play or something, um, you, you're just, you're, you're the only one out there. So um, that aspect of it and the kind of the pressure that that creates on you and you have to deal with that mentally, um, I think it makes playing other sports a lot easier. And um, yeah, just that, the, the mindset that you have to go into when you're going out there and you're, it's just you competing against another guy. Um, I think that helps prepare you for a lot of other sports. Um, I also think wrestling too, like the training for it. Um, it's brutal. It's, it's, um, it's not like you're just running. Um, you're not, it's not just only a ton of skill work. Um, it's a whole body workout every practice. So um, it's, it's really tough on your body. Um, also on your mind too, like you're constantly being pushed in those practices. Um, so I'd say that can help you really prepare for um, other sports conditioning wise um you know some of the hardest workouts i've ever been through have been in wrestling practices um it's it's not a knock on other sports or anything it's just it's it's different and um so i think that prepares you well and then also um if you are in the sport for a while there's the cutting weight aspect um where a lot of i mean a lot of guys have to do it to to make weight and wrestle and compete at the weight class they want to but that has to when you are cutting weight 
And um, if you're doing it right, I mean, it, it instills a lot of discipline, uh, mental toughness in you um, that you don't have in other sports. Um, you have to, you have to still be willing to go out there and compete even when you don't feel great. Um, maybe you had a, a bad weight cut or, um, you know, your body's a little bit more run down that week. Like you can't, you know, tap the guy next to you on the shoulder and say, Hey, you got to pick it up. Like it's, it's on you and you have to go out there and still be able to compete. So, um, yeah, I hope I explained that. All right. But there's a lot of mental and physical things that kind of makes wrestling a little bit different from other sports. And I think it can translate really well into into other sports and competing at a high level in other sports no yeah you, you did a good job of that um at ndsu you know they're a big 12 wrestling program uh just watching some of their workouts man they they're gruesome they're yeah. in sweatshirts sweatpants they're bear crawling 30 yards or sideways backwards bear crawling. those those workouts are intense and if you think you work out at a high level go do a wrestler's workout and then then let's talk because that stuff looks <laughs> difficult yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy too. Like we obviously we wrestle and in, in practice and stuff, but also for conditioning, like we strength train, we do run sprints, we'll run hills, we'll do a lot of other stuff. And it's not even like the, the conditioning part is, is important, but it's, it's more training like your mind, that mentality, being mentally tough. So um, yeah, it's not just going in and, and wrestling. There's also a lot of other things that we do outside of the wrestling room that are preparing us that are, like you said, really tough workouts. Yeah. You mentioned that, you know, wrestling's an individual sport, arguably the probably the toughest individual sport because it is just you versus one other person. You know, maybe the only other sport that could rival it's like golf or something because it's literally just you versus the nature and whatnot. But yeah, but physically it's wrestling. It's the toughest individual sport out there. And because it's such an individual aspect, it's you versus an, another guy. And while you're wrestling, how much are you listening to the coaches that are giving you feedback, you know, in the middle of a round or is, are you kind of just have that tunnel vision where I'm going to do what I can do out here and I'll talk to them at, you know, intermission or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think our coaches do a great job of, of game planning and watching film and, you know, letting us know if there's anything that, um, you know, we need to be aware of for our upcoming competition. So a lot of that work's been done ahead of time. And really when we're like in the moment competing, it's really just about going out there and, and almost like clearing your mind. If you have too many thoughts racing in your head and too many other things you're thinking about, or like worrying about how that guy's going to react, um, you're, you're not going to be quick enough. You're going to, you're going to hesitate. And when you're hesitating, you're not wrestling at your best. So um, there, there is different times in a match where um, maybe there's blood time or injury time or um, in between each period, I'll look over to my coaches and, um, they'll usually have something to say, um, based on how I'm wrestling or based on what that guy's doing. So there is little moments in the match where I'll definitely key into what they're saying. But, um, other than that, I just try to focus on, you know, going out there and just being almost in a, a state of flow where, um, I'm not overthinking things. I'm just, it's based on feel. Um, and then also just being present in that moment and just really enjoying it. Um, yeah, that's kind of my mindset going into a match. Yeah. Right now, I think I think you're ranked like eight in the country or something at 174. Uh, you, you mentioned that Big Tens is coming up, right? Yep. Um, yep. Based on how well you do at Big Tens, how much do you think your ranking will go you know, up or down before the NCAA tournament? Yeah, it's Big Tens are tough. So we have, um, I think the seeds for Big Tens or the pre-seeds just came out today. So those are all up, but 
um, each, each weight class, they usually take eight or nine guys. So that just, you know, shows to, to the national tournament. So that just shows the depth at each weight class. There's only 14 teams in the big 10. So, um, you know, over half the, the bracket is, is going to, to NCAAs. Um, so, but at, at my weight class, for example, I think the top seven guys are ranked within the top 15. So, there's really, really good opportunities to, to upset some guys and to build on some, some guys, um, some wins that I've already had over guys this year. So um, if, you know, if I can place in the top three, um, that's, that's my goal heading into the, this next weekend. Um, that's going to set me up really nice, nicely for NCAAs. And, um, but like I said, every, every match is, is really tough and um, you have to just take one, one match at a time and, and go in there and um, be ready to compete because every every match is tough. It's it's a battle, so um, I'm excited for it. And um, you know, if I do wrestle well, it's gonna like I said, set me up really well for for NCAA's. Yeah, and you mentioned that you know half of the Big Ten is gonna make the NCAA's because Big Ten wrestling is like the SEC of football. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. quality wrestlers at every single school in the conference, and and with that. Do you prepare for matches, you know, against Iowa or Penn State any different than you would for like New Mexico, or is it all the same process every time? No, it's it's this it's the same process. Um, uh, that's that's one of the things our, our coaches kind of harp on a little bit is you know treating every match as the same. Um, you know, it's it's um, there's a certain level of um, heightened kind of awareness almost that like you want your body to feel every time you go out and compete you want to keep that consistent and kind of stay in a similar routine I think it's especially important for for wrestlers because it is an individual sport and so you you want your body to feel the same every time you go out there and compete you want your mind to be feeling the same every time you go out there there and compete so um, I, I approach every match the same um, whether it's the number one guy in the country or um, you know some guy that's not ranked or whatever um, I just go out there and um, yeah, just try to push the pace, get to my attacks. It's the same form of thinking, um, same mindset each match. Yeah, that's probably a good thing too. You don't want to waver in consistency of you know where you're at before every single match, depending on who you're wrestling. Yeah, you know, so you've been in Minnesota for a while now, what five years or so. Um, yeah, you've been able to form a relationship with Gable, right? Yeah, having such a, a quality wrestler around you, a gold medal in the Olympics. You know, what has that relationship meant to you? How has he been able to mentor you a little bit or give you some advice while you're wrestling? Yeah, um, Gable's Gable's awesome. Um, you know, a lot of people obviously know him for his wrestling accolades, but, um, you know, he's a, he's a super good guy as well. Um, he's helped me a lot from a, a mindset side of things when it goes comes to competing. Um, actually, I, I was in working out really early one morning when it was right before he actually went to Tokyo. Um, he came in and he was going to wrestle, I think with Tony Nelson or something. And I don't think Tony ended up not showing up. And so Gable actually asked if I could, if I could wrestle with him. And it was just like a light kind of drill spar. Um, and yep. I, I just, it was like one of the coolest, I'd never wrestled with him just cause he's a lot bigger than I am, but it was, it was right. one, of, one of the coolest things ever. And, um, you know, he, it wasn't just about him too. Like he also took some time out of the practice to help me work on things that, that he felt in my wrestling that needed to improve and, and also just sat me down and talked about some, some mental things, um, you know, competing on, on big stages and, and what that means and, and how to approach that. So, um, you know, he's also, you know, a great teammate. Um, you know, he's willing to, you know, put his own needs aside to, to help others. So 
he's he's a great guy and I've I've been able to obviously enjoy watching him wrestle but just kind of being around him and, and seeing the, the guy and the teammate that he is it's it's uh it's helped me and a lot of other guys on our team a lot yeah it seems like he's a good guy you know he's preparing for the olympics and you know he's gonna take time out of his workout to show you what you've been doing wrong or what you could touch up on a little bit it's like seems like he's trying to leave the place better than it was when he got there so it's yeah really good for a program to have guys like that inside of it who who want to not only better themselves but the program as a whole so it can keep you know moving up mm-hmm. a little bit earlier we were talking about you know recruiting in high school and whatnot and so you have this chance to wrestle for your home state you know wrestle for the gophers was it always the gophers if you had that opportunity or were you completely open to some other school yeah i um there's a couple other um division one schools that i was i was talking to at the time um wisconsin and dsu actually i'd taken i'd taken a visit to both of those and then in minnesota um and i i I liked both both ndsu and wisconsin and everything but um just the the coaching staff and the guys who were um in place here at minnesota um i felt that you know they they like i said before they truly cared about you know the guy that you're going to be um as you went through the program, whether that's academically, athletically, just the the person you are outside of sport, um, they really put an emphasis on that. And I also knew that, um, you know, going to Minnesota, they have a ton of tough guys in the room. Um, and I, in my head, I, I maybe thought that I wasn't going to be able to start maybe right away, but I knew that I would get so much better from training with those guys each and every day. So those are kind of some of the things that really drew me to Minnesota over, um, say, Wisconsin and NDSU. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that, that I did make, you know, the choice to, to stay closer to home and stay here. Cause it's, it's paid off and it's made me, made me a lot better wrestler and, um, a lot better person. You just talked about the, the, the guys you have in the room, they're high quality wrestlers. And every time you wrestle with them, it's going to make, you know, you better and it's going to make your game better. Yeah. It's, you know, besides that, if someone has the opportunity coming out of high school, why should they want to wrestle for the Gophers? Yeah. Um, kind of, kind of like I hit on before, um, like we, we obviously take wrestling and, um, how, how well you do athletically here really seriously, but also, um, academics are a huge thing and, and the man that you become, you know, while you're here, you know, the coaches say it all the time, they're, they're constantly trying to, you know, push us to be better in all aspects of our life. So, um, I think that's, that's, that's one thing to obviously say to parents and try to recruit kids to, to get them here, but it's something that I've experienced while I'm here. And it's something that the coaches, um, you know, set an example and they put a high, high standard on for each one of us. So um, I think that would be, that's the biggest thing. Cause obviously you can only wrestle for, for so long. And um, obviously you have to get a, get a career after, after you're done here. So being able to come here and, and wrestle with some of the best guys in the country and the best, one of the best teams in the country. And then also get a, get a degree from a quality school and, um, you know, just be pushed to be better in all areas of your life. Um, I think those things are going to carry on long after wrestling's done. And I think those things are, um, you know, really important, obviously winning big 10 championships, NCAA championships, like that's all important, but, um, who you become while you're here and in the program is, is also really important. So, um, I guess that's my, my recruiting pitch to, to any young high school kid to come here. But, um, yeah. There you have it, guys. Go to Minnesota, compete at a high level, and get a good degree. Yeah. Uh, that's a great segue. Next question that I wanted to talk about actually is, you know, what qualities has wrestling taught you that you're going to carry throughout your life with you once wrestling has gone? 
Yeah, there's there's a lot. Um, I'll probably I'll just hit on a few kind of the bigger ones. Um, being able to um, obviously work extremely hard um, when you're a Division One student athlete, like you have to constantly work to keep up with grades and um, stay on top of all that, and then also be the best athlete that you can be. So a strong work ethic is definitely something that's been instilled in, instilled in me through this process. Um, being able to sacrifice different things. Um, I kind of mentioned it before, um, you know, when you're a student athlete and you're really serious about being both a student and an athlete, you have to, you have to sacrifice, you know, time with friends, family, um, you know, going out and partying and stuff like that. Like you can't be, you can't be doing all those things if you want to be great, uh, be a great student, a great athlete. So, um, being able to sacrifice other things and, um, you know, delay gratification, that's, that's a big one. And then, um, finally, I would say probably just, um, just this confidence and, and belief in myself, um, coming out of high school, I kind of mentioned how I wasn't always confident in, in my abilities, um, as a wrestler and coming here and being able to, um, get that, um, built up around me with great coaches and, um, obviously getting better has helped too, but, um, coaches who, who believe in me and instill that belief in me um, that, that I can go out there. And if I set my mind to, you know, whatever goal I have written up at the beginning of the year, like I'm going to go out and accomplish that. And so just that self-belief, self-confidence is, has really been built up through this process too. So again, yeah, having a strong work ethic, being able to, to sacrifice things and, um, just a strong sense of, of confidence and, and belief in myself. Yeah. Those are so important, especially, you know, after sports, just, a, being able to have confidence in your ability at the workplace, I'm done and I'm going to do it the right way. And no one's mm-hmm. ever going to question me because that's just, that's the kind of guy I am. And, you know, to have that belief in yourself is huge. It's going to, you know, it carries everybody throughout their work life. That's how you improve and you move up in life essentially is because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. So, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Something that kind of, you know, happened to you like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Or this is way harder than I thought. Anything crazy like that. um that there's there's definitely a few um I think I'll say one from from like uh an athletic standpoint then one from an academic standpoint um I'll I'll go with the academic side first um my first semester in college um I was taking I think it was like microeconomics uh, a math course a writing intensive course couple other classes and it was a lot like it was I was struggling um it was hard just to keep everything balanced and and manage everything and um so that first semester definitely was a wake-up call like I I gotta do something better with my time here find you know another three or four hours each day to um be working on schoolwork so um that was a huge wake-up call and then from an athletic standpoint um I remember it would have been our first kind of fall practices um, some of the, um, Gopher alumni are still training with the regional training center here, um, on campus. So a lot of like freestyle level, um, uh, Olympic level wrestlers were still kind of training in our room. And so I'd wrestle with those guys every once in a while. And, um, I wrestled with Logan Storley, who is a four-time All-American here. And he's actually, he's fighting in Bellator now. He was, he recently was the champ at, um, middleweight, I believe. Um, so he's, yeah, he's, he's kind of a badass. but I was, I was wrestling with him. I was just a, this little freshman and 
he beat the living crap out of me um, for probably like an hour straight. It was, it was bad. Like I was, I was getting shoved up against the wall and he was like hitting me and stuff. And um, I'd get in on his legs and he'd just sprawl and, you know, run behind me. And um, there's like nothing that I felt like I could do um, to even like protect myself. So, um, but those, those kind of workouts like those, and that's not the only time, like there's other upperclassmen too, that, that beat up on me for sure. Um, but those were the workouts that made me so much better. Um, like I, I refused to just like give up and quit and let a guy do that. But and I think that made me, um, a lot better. I mean, I wasn't at the level that they were at yet, but the, the willingness to stand in there and fight and, and be able to handle all of that and, um, still continue moving forward and, and, uh, you know, trying to win, um, even though I wasn't even close to winning, but, um, those, those, um, battles early on kind of set me up and it woke me up too. It's like, wow, this is, you know, this is division one wrestling. I don't know if I'm necessarily cut out for this, but, um, you know, weeks and, and months go by and you get a lot better that first year. And, um, just, I continued to, to grow and get better. And, um, you know, now it's kind of, I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I'm the, <clears throat> the upperclassman kind of beating up on some of the younger guys. So, um, it's kind of come full circle now, which is, is kind of cool. I like, I like, kind of like being on this side of the, of the, uh, the experience a little bit better. Oh, absolutely. The, the top of the totem pole is way better than the bottom. Yes, for sure. Isn't it crazy? Just the physical maturity difference between a 17, 18 year old freshman and a 22, 23 year old senior. It's, it's wild to me at any level of any sport, really. The difference is just incredible. Yeah. And that's, that's why we have, I mean, for wrestling, pretty much, I would say 90, 95% of guys come in in red shirt that first year um, and just spend time getting a lot more stronger, um, working, obviously a lot of wrestling technique and stuff like that too, but just growing, maturing that extra year can help a lot of guys. So um, yeah. But yeah, make, but once you, you're in the program for a couple of years, you definitely catch up. Yeah. Last question I got for you. If you could go back and do it all over again, would you? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, these, you know, it's, it's crazy thinking about it now that I'm in my senior final senior year here. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really flown by. It's been obviously a long time, but it's, it felt like it went really, really fast. And, um, you know, the, the memories that I've made with, um, my teammates, my coaches, um, other friends that I've met through, through college and, and school, um, the relationships I've built with, with, um, professors and, and other staff here. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, trade those things for anything in the world. And I'd, I'd be willing to go back and do it all over again. And, um, you know, I've just, I've really truly enjoyed my time here. And, um, obviously we still got some season left, um, with big tens and NCAA. So I'm looking forward to that, but, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be weird being done and, um, you know, reflecting back on everything that's happened, but I'm, I'm really truly happy with, with everything that I've been able to accomplish here and, and I'm really excited for, for the end of this season. It's been fun watching you wrestle this past season. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck at Big Tens and at NCAAs. Um, it's been really fun having you on. I'm glad we got to do this. Glad we got to talk. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much for coming on and taking the time out of your day. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for, for having me on and just give me the opportunity to kind of, you know, share my story with you a little bit. Thank you. Well, guys, that's it. That's episode eight. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen and we'll, we'll drop another episode next week. So, 
be on the lookout for that and feel free to share this on uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever you guys want to share it on. Just help our audience continue to grow. Episode eight in the books.